Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Guys, hi. It's been such a long time since I made a video. I wanted to come back to you um, from a place of total beauty here. Sitting in a garden that's attached to a very old house that belonged to um, an Irish politician from the 1800s. And there's no one really around, but unfortunately I'm accompanied by the barking dog and he has a stone and he's probably going to interrupt. So please bear with me. So I'm tottering along on the um, recovery journey love to know how everybody is doing there's definitely up days and down days um but working on it gradually and working on loads of dis- different aspects of the self and also also getting rid of the narcissist as much as possible um from my soul spirit and thoughts but one of the thoughts that does go through my mind and has been going through it recently out on walks here in this beautiful place is the fact that the narcissist pollutes us with their the narcissist pollute us with their negativity they present initially as really really positive people And they also present as very confident, which we know they're not. They have very fragile egos, but they present to us as knowing everything, as if they really have their lives together, as if they've been through lots of experiences and they're really well sorted individuals now. If we look at their lives and what where they are in their lives, and particularly with older narcissists, If we actually look at the logic and don't listen to the words they're saying, we'll see that, no, they haven't really (laughs) succeeded in their lives and they don't actually know it all. And we shouldn't actually listen to their advice. But they are very convincing and very good and present very confident, um, positive personalities to start off with when they target us first. Mm, He's starting, sorry. I may have to get up and walk. So they do this and the the negativity that ensues is very, very slow and it's insidious and we don't actually realise it's happening because they start off in such a positive vein. You know, if we say criticise someone or something, they'll kind of go, well, that's that's a strange way to look at it. You know, they're really doing their best and they're they're great and look what they've achieved and whatever so you're kind of wrong-footed from the start because you think hmm I really like their approach and they're right and you know so you, so you, you're going with them you're on their vein but then very slowly I don't know if you noticed this but I did 
the narcissist will not only criticize your family members and your friends in order to isolate you, but they'll also criticize all their friends and all their family. And if any of their friends or their family seem to be doing well in life or something good happens to them, they'll actually take the goodness out of that. They'll kind of go, oh, they just got lucky or the only reason that happened for them was or, oh, that other person helped them out or I gave them a bit of advice and that's why that's happened for them. So I noticed that as time went on, um, you kind of, you don't realise it, but you're kind of swayed into how the narcissist sees things because they're so vocal and they're so sure about things. You begin to even look at things the way the narcissist does because even in any in any kind of a couple situation or anyone that you're living very close with or on a daily basis, your thoughts do kind of come together. You're still individuals, but you can be quite influenced by the other person. And we know how quickly and how easily we become part of the narcissist mindset with all the different manipulation tactics they use, with the gaslighting, the triangulation. So what I'm trying to say is there are positive people and negative people and there are people somewhere in the middle. And I don't know, but I think us guys, us empaths, um, we kind of come from a positive vein. And if we see a positive group of people, we'd like to join them and we get excited by the positivity and want to join them and enhance that positivity and get something uh, productive and good out of it and feel the feel good factor and be really happy for other people that things are going well for. The narcissist, when they see or up against somebody doing really well or a positive thing happening, they see it as a threat. They feel that it's making them feel inferior and that the other people or group or whatever has happened is a superior thing. And the only way that they want to interact with that is to put that group or that person down so that they can feel better than them. And the higher up these people are, the more they've achieved, the better the narcissist will feel by putting them down. So if it's a lesser person, that seems to be doing better than them, they don't get the same satisfaction from putting them down because it doesn't elevate them as high. Do you get it? That's what I found anyway with the narcissists. And the other point I'd like to make is that after the discard, the awful thing I found, particularly years and years ago, after my first experience with the narcissist, I found that the blackness they'd poured into me, the negative way of looking at things that I had become accustomed to and kind of brought over to that side, I found that after they'd left, I was looking at people who did loving, beautiful things for me, the way the narcissist used to look at them. And he used to say to me, why do you think they're doing that, Paula? And I'd go, well, it's just such a lovely thing to do. I, I assume they're doing it for me because they love me and they're really good people. And he'd sit back and go, do you really think that? Paul, the reason they're doing this is, and then he'd go, they want something from you. 
They don't think that you're so great. Uh, they think you really need help, that there's something wrong with you. So he'd come from a whole different viewpoint. And eventually, I couldn't look at someone that did something good without thinking the way the narcissist used to think. And it took me a lot of reframing and a lot of consciousness. And when th good things happened, I had to reevaluate my way of looking at things to get back to who I used to be and look at things the way I used to look at them from a more balanced perspective and a more positive perspective. But at one stage I got really, really worried that I'd never be me again, that the drug, the narcissistic negative drug would never leave my system. And I used to, someone would do something nice for me and I'd kind of immediately go, why are they doing that? That's they don't have a good reason for doing that. They want something from me. And I'd go, yuck. And I'd nearly get sick at myself for thinking that. And I'd try and make it go away and say, stop it. That's, that's a horrible idea. That's not my idea. Where did that come from? And I'd have to reframe it and say, remember who thought like that. That's not you, Paula, thinking like that. That's what you were groomed and trained to think. And I had to really work very hard and it took about two years to get rid of that awful way of looking at things and people. He's been quiet now. This time round it hasn't taken as long because I think I'd been through the, the experience prior to this. But the narcissists will dangerously get into our heads and... They hate other people doing well and particularly people that are in their inner circle because they feel that they're not doing as well if other people are doing well. It's all about them. They can't um, separate other people in their circle or extensions of them but they're not them so it has to, it has to be them that's doing well or they have to tear people down to be beneath them so that they can feel that they're superior. Anyway, a short video guys was just to say hi and to say I hope everybody is doing really well, really, really well. And that we're all on our journeys at different stages, aren't we? That was a thought that I had just to be really careful to reframe the way I was looking at things. And when I looked at things in a negative way to to try and get that poison out of me and to push, um, to put balance, perspective and positivity back in. Did you experience that at all? Did anyone else? Is this, I don't think it's just me because the narcissists do this to all of us. I'd love to hear if anyone else came to that realisation afterwards that they had a poison inside them and that their thoughts weren't their own and that they might have felt they'd lost their innocence. I felt, would I ever get it back again? And in a way, I was kind of, once I realised what had happened, once I reframed it and became myself again, and as I say, the first time it took two years, this time it's not taking as long. I knew I'd never be the innocent again, the innocent that I was. I knew I'd always see things from two sides now, but in a way that's healthy if you can maybe get away from the, the innocent, naive person you were at the very start and then 
don't go over to the total opposite of the negative, poisonous way the narcissist looks at things, but now look at things in a balanced way so you can see two sides to everything, but you still you still go with your own feelings on it, you know, the person that you are, your inside body and soul and spirit. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. I hope I've gotten it across well enough. But, uh, yeah, not a lost innocence, but a gained perspective, maybe. Um, more eyes open, but keeping the positive, positive um, outlook on life. Yeah. I hope that I hope that makes sense guys. Listen, I'll see you again soon. Take care. Take great great care. The dark I was going to say the darking bog. <laughs> the barking dog has calmed down a bit, but I better bring him home because he doesn't like when I sit too long and chat into my phone. It's weird. He starts barking every time I do this. He starts barking if I bring him out for any length of time. Anyway, as I say, I'm going to say goodbye, guys. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.